Hey, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's your boy, Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. I hope you're having a good one there, Brosif. It's uh, episode number 417. And we got another throwback for you. Hashtag throwback Thursday, player. Yeah, so I'm bringing this one back because uh, I feel like we need it. Uh, it's funny because in the actual episode, the intro, I'm like, I need to circle back around to this every once in a while, and here I am again, circling it back around to it. The good news. <laughs> so yeah, pretty much, we're just going to boom, put this straight up, no cuts, no edits. I'm literally just going to throw down and give you the exact episode from back in the day. So tune in, because good news. You know, funny thing is, too, though, this literally was recorded a week before he we went into quarantine, so like... <laughs> it was probably good to go into it with a positive attitude, and uh, it looks like we're start. Well, we're yeah, we're we're starting to come out of it. We're in yellow right now. We're yellow phase, and we've been having uh, a decrease in uh, reported cases for COVID. So yeah, I mean, we're going into we went into it at episode three fifty, and we're coming out of it in episode four seventeen. Almost a hundred episodes later. What is that? That well, I mean, it was March. Six. This came out so about three months later. Yeah, not a bad deal. So there you go. Without further ado, episode number four seventeen. Technically, episode number three fifty. <laughs> the good news. More good news. Yeah, even better. More good news. <laughs> Lego. Right, so I've been talking about this recently in my uh, daily emails as well as uh, in social media lately. Because, you know, it's political season and, you know, you always see that same stuff around this time where people are kind of like uh, getting a little negative. And I want to just address this uh, again. I have to address this before. I don't want to address it again because, uh, well, some things, some things you can never address enough. You see... If you were to like pay attention to what other people say and pay attention to social media as well as like mainstream media, you would probably think that like the world is going to hell in a handbasket, you know, between the coronavirus, our current political situation, people talking about Africa is supposed to be having these hordes of locusts that are going to be uh, messing up, uh, <laughs> messing up our uh, are uh well their crops and stuff like that i don't even know how that even works but apparently it's like the biggest uh swarm of locusts that is hatching or that is brewing uh since like the past like i don't even know they said 200 years they haven't had anything this crazy something like that you can look it up i can't remember exactly what it was and <laughs> all i know is that it's uh it's a little shocking to hear that and i'm a little nervous but either way look 
you hear all these stories about how the world is going to end tomorrow, basically, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, if you pay attention to that stuff, you would probably, you might go a little, it might be a little bit sad. Let's put it that way. You might get a little bit of a, uh, of a touch of depression, if you will. <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to remind you that we are living in the absolute greatest time in human history. And it's not even close. You know, we got refrigerators, we've got the internet. I mean, while some of those things may have drawbacks like the internet, television and stuff like that, they also open us up to so many things, right? They open us up to being able to communicate across the world. We can spread spread ideas in a second, you know, sometimes, like I said, that actually has its drawbacks and its uh, benefits, right? If you <laughs> you have a, a virus that goes into the uh, internet, you can have it spread it across the world pretty quickly. On the other hand, if you have a great idea for like a vaccine or whatnot, you can uh, spread that idea pretty quickly as well. So, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other. Either way, uh, I think, well, actually, it's not a six dozen of six of one and half dozen of the other because uh, I would say that the benefits far outweigh the consequences of the Internet. I think our lives are a lot simpler, a lot more efficient, and we are be, we are able to become uh, more effective as human beings, as individual human beings, because of the fact that we are, you know, more technology technologically advanced <laughs> than our ancestors, and probably even our parents. You know, like we're exponentially ahead of our grandparents, and we're definitely ahead of our parents. So, I mean, who knows what the world is going to lead to? in the next like 5, 10, 15 years because it seems like uh, the, you know technology is speeding up ever faster and it just seems like soon we're probably not even going to be completely human beings. We're going to be like robot, half robot, half human being, half probably something else. I know that's three halves, so that doesn't make sense. But you get what I'm saying. I think it's just that we're moving so quickly. It's probably going to be in the relatively near future we have something that's uh, somehow not biological attached to our our bodies over across across the board not like you know prosthetics i'm talking about we'll probably have some kind of something implanted or attached to us so we can live this uh semi-robotic life but anyways that is uh not what i wanted to talk about as a random tangent look uh, the just give you some stats like the uh, world health organization uh, wanted to get rid of poverty they started in 2012. They had like a 10-year game plan. They ended up, they ended up beating that by almost, I think it was almost like five years or something like that. Actually, maybe it was in 2010, and it ended up, uh, they ended up measuring the data in 2017, and they 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 beat it by. Oh, what was the <laughs> what was the thing they were trying to do? Right, they were trying to end up poverty. Essentially, what they were trying to do is increase the living or uh, increase the living wage uh, by a full dollar. So they're essentially uh, they were trying to increase the living wage to above uh, what it was in America in the uh, late 1800s. So across the board in the world, nobody is living uh, below the uh, living wage of an American in the 1800s. So that's a really good thing, you know? Like, the 1800s was not that long ago. 
They don't have anybody that's alive still from the 1800s, right? If you were born in 1899, you would still be like 129 years old, right? Or 121 years old, excuse me. So that would be, uh, I, I don't think anybody exists from that time. But, you know, who knows? That's beside the point, though. So, like, you, you think about that. Like, we have gotten rid, I mean, we, haven't, we definitely haven't gotten rid of world hunger. But we definitely don't have as many hungry people as we had before. In fact, we have the reverse problem. We have more overweight and obese people. Now, obviously, that, you know, the factors are a little bit different. It's not because we have an overabundance to eat, which we technically do. It's the problem is that the people that are eating food that are, like, obese and overweight, they're not eating. They're eating, like, processed and chemically altered or what is it what a gmo monom was it what a what the heck we know gmo is i forgot what it's called but it's like genetically modified organism there you go gmo so they're eating that kind of stuff and obviously is not good (laughs) if you look at the stats uh for what we uh, have in terms of obesity and overweight like i think it's like a third of the population is obese and maybe maybe may even be more than that and it's definitely two-thirds of the population is overweight which is crazy 66 percent that's way more than half of the population is overweight so that's kind of crazy again that's not it's not because we have too much to eat but it's because the food that we have to eat at least some of it not all of it but the food we have to eat is some of it is uh not the quote-unquote healthiest foods. So, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> we probably, if we wanted to, I bet you we all could probably live a healthy and balanced life with, like, healthy foods and stuff like that, and we would have no problems whatsoever. But, you know, everybody has their own, you know, everybody has the freedom to make their own choices, and sometimes those choices aren't necessarily the uh, the best choices for you. But, Needless to say, we're still more people are probably there's probably more people in the world that are obese than there are that are starving, which is kind of crazy. Right. I might be wrong in that, but I feel like that is that is an accurate statistic. Feel free to check me on that one. But that's just like one of the things. I mean, the infant mortality rate has dropped in Africa to like 1950s European levels. I mean, Malaria, they're getting rid of malaria. I mean, there's just so many things you can talk about that are like, that is, it's just amazing. You know, it's just like, (laughs) there's things that like, you just, I mean, frick. I mean, you're, you're, you're listening up to a podcast, right? Like radio was the only way you can listen to some individual talk about whatever, whatever. You know, and now it's like pretty much everybody and their grandma has a podcast, including me. (laughs) So it's like everybody can like have their voice heard as like as opposed to like, you know, even 20 years ago, you had only like maybe eight or nine different people in control, you know, because there's maybe 200 stations of TV slash radio, whatever you want to call it media right but now it's like 
everybody is has has a voice and it's just it's a different place you know and obviously we're seeing that with people fighting back for their for their rights or fighting for their rights because they maybe maybe never had them but you know there's a lot of people that have voices that never had voices before and it's kind of changing the dynamic of 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 the world really it's not even like i was gonna say like of where we live but it's well i guess we all live in the world but it's not just like in local communities it's really changing the entire world and it's that's the effect of communication so I just think that you know like we're really like and I I mean and the the what is it they the piece they resistance is that we're human beings that we're alive in this earth we're alive to know that we've been we're alive enough to know or alive we're alive at a time in which we are advancing in the fastest time in human history. So it's like we're the luckiest people that have ever lived because we get to see, like, you know, in some people's lifetimes, they saw, especially in the early 1900s, they saw, you know, they got car, they saw cars get invented, televisions get invented, planes get invented, the internet get invented, cable TV getting, they had everybody, they, some people that were born in the 1900s saw, like, crazy stuff get invented. And now, like, you know, we're seeing stuff that just like, I mean, we saw the the framework get invented in 1900s. And now we're seeing like the advancements of these frameworks that are just like, it would blow our grandparents' mind. Well, maybe not our grandparents because most of our grandparents are alive. But our great-grandparents' minds, you know, like if we were to bring our technology back to our great-grandparents at our age, they wouldn't even know what to do with themselves. So it's like you just think about that. That was not that long ago. For most of us, it's less than 100 years ago where they can go back and show the show their great grandparents these technologies and see show their great grandparents what the you know what the what the, what's going on in the world i mean for christ's sakes we had slavery in this country for like i don't know we can, i mean some might argue we still have it but i mean 400 years right and we had a black president you know, less than 20 years ago you know i mean he was mixed but i mean still just to think about progress, we really have some great things happening in this world. And, uh, you know, with anything, any big project in this earth would probably count as a big project. Most people would consider it a, a big thing, you know, <laughs> the biggest thing that we live on currently. Uh, you know, sometimes some things are going to go wrong, you know, like sometimes you can get 7.8 billion or how many people are, uh, I don't even know how many people exist on this earth right now, but you can get seven plus, seven point billion, seven point, seven plus billion, let's put it that way, I was trying to figure out how to say that, seven plus billion people can put their minds together and maybe think of some ideas and maybe they would still get it wrong because we're not perfect, we're not like these I don't know, we're not gods, we're not like these all-seeing, all-knowing individuals, we're all flawed, so it's like, no matter how hard you try, you're going to make a mistake here and there, and you know, you can't be too upset about it, you know, and you can't be too upset if other people make mistakes, and that's empathy in itself, it's, you know, it's like, you got to understand that you make mistakes, and everybody understands that they make, that they make mistakes, but it, but most people don't forgive other people for making mistakes, even though they know they make mistakes. They, you know, they hold themselves to a lower standard than they hold others, and that's kind of sad, you know? It's like, 
Uh, I was talking this, about this to my friend the other day, and he was talking about how, like, people are all, like, talking about love and how they uh, should respect one another and yada, yada, yada. And then when it comes to, like, political discourse or anything else that they don't like, they're, like, calling for other people's heads. Like, literally talking about, I'm going to blow up a city if so-and-so gets elected or I'm going to, like, shoot myself if, like, uh, so-and-so comes up to me one more time or I don't know I just hear this stuff from these people that had claimed to be like these all loving people and uh, teach and that are trying to you know preach acceptance and then they turn around and like talk about how terrible the world is and how much we are like uh, a plague onto the earth you know it's like what what are you talking about you know I just sometimes you just want to like just just sit people down and be like like, what is going on in your head? You know, it's like, how can you be such a hypocrite and to say that we should all be loving and caring and accepting and then on the same, in the same breath say, I hate so-and-so and I wish so-and-so would die and I think that we are all a scourge, a, sc- a scourge on this earth. It's like, what? It's like, come on. Come on. <laughs> so, like, so it's just like... At the end of the day, we're all doing the best we can. You know, whether you believe we are or not, it's probably best to believe that. Because if you believe we're not, then, you, uh, then you're going to believe in... Uh, if you believe that we're not trying the best we can, then you're going to believe that it's going to be like a nihilistic type of, uh, 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 of philosophy. And you'll never be able to trust anybody because it's, it's hard to believe that people are going to be able to trust you or people are going to be trustworthy if you're not if you don't believe that they're doing the best they can so you know it's just at the end of the day it's just best to believe in others try to believe that they're doing the best they can and if they're not doing the best they can it doesn't well if yes if they're not doing the best they can it doesn't really matter to you but what does matter to you is that you believe they're doing the best they can because that will hold them that will give you the ultimate possibility for empathy for someone's situation so you know empathy rules the world for the most part i should say empathy sympathy and some combination thereof because you know it's not all the time where it's good to be empathetic sometimes it's good to just be like yo you gotta you gotta do this on your own you know or sympathetic either you know sometimes you just gotta let people be you know, sympathetic, empathetic, whatever it is, you just got to let people be and love them from afar. So maybe that's empathy, but sometimes you just got to let people love from afar or you got to love people from afar and let them find their own way, you know? And, uh, it's just no way, no way around that. So at the end of the day, like it's probably best to just like not even, it's good. Obviously, if you're living, we're living in a community and we all have people around us, so you can't be isolated, but it's some. It's good to be able to focus on what you're doing, not be too overly concerned with other with what other people are doing, and have the empathy to like understand when people make mistakes and just let them be. And that's really what it really really what it all boils down to is just like we would all be a lot better if we all minded our own business until people like maybe started messing up repeatedly and then we can step into people's lives but you know if people are doing okay and you know they maybe make a mistake here and there i don't think it's that big of a deal to say to to like you know 
turn the other cheek and just say like, all right, so-and-so is just maybe have an off day or something, you know? It's not that difficult, and I really think that we can all be just a little bit more loving and caring for others and have be a little bit more kind and compassionate and when it comes to other people's flaws and when people make mistakes because, you know, none of us are perfect. So anyways, that does it for my day. That does it for my week. It wasn't a perfect week, but... It's complete. (laughs) And I'm proud of that. I really do appreciate you listening whenever you're listening, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening. I really do hope you're having a good one. I also do hope that you share this podcast with your friends, families, significant others, you know, whoever. Just share the podcast. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast because it's the best podcast in the world, after all. Anyways, look, I'm going to catch you next week. I am super exhausted. It's tax season. I've been staring at a screen for... Oh, too long. I tell you, every year I say I'm going to do this early. You know what? The past couple of years I actually did do it earlier. And this year I just got so caught up with actually doing business stuff. Like business is doing well. So I've been so caught up with that. I didn't get it around to like really getting a good jump start on my taxes. So here we go now. <laughs> Trying to get them done before March 15th because business taxes are due a month early. Yay. All right. I'll check you next week, player. Uh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I'm a little delirious, sorry. (laughs) But I will check you next week. Have a great weekend, my friend. And as always, keep good company.